Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I mean, I know we're not there yet, but it's right around the corner. This is the PHNX D-backs podcast. My name is the mayor of Christmastown, occasionally known as Derek Montilla. This guy's my lead elf. It's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, we've officially entered the phase where I get nervous about the fact that I've yet to buy any Christmas presents. Nah. But still very resolute that I will not start my shopping until Christmas. You, let, me, let me ask you this. Please. Uh, do do you celebrate? I feel like, uh, based on what I know about you, that like your 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 family is very celebratory. I feel like this would be a lot of uh, a lot of pressure on you during this time of the I, year. I come from a family of procrastinators, and so naturally, none of us judge each other for this sort uh, of no, behavior because we're we're all in on it together. So it doesn't, you know, it's Fair just enough. the norm in my household. Fair enough. Fair enough. I dig it. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And we are here today to place a little blame uh, on Jacob deGrom, basically, for egging on Steve Cohen. Now, of course, we know uh, that Jacob deGrom is a very good pitcher. We know that the New York Mets were going to replace him like they did with a very big name. Uh, But Jacob deGrom had his introductory press conference with the Rangers the other day. And he said during the press conference, Jesse, and I quote, I want to win, and the Rangers have a vision. And Steve Cohen took it personally, is what happened. So that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're seeing out there. Uh, no knock to Jacob DeGrom, of course. Obviously, going to the Rangers was a big move for him as far as financially, yeah. the deal that he got. And honestly, I mean, just a, maybe a nice change of scenery after all the all the injuries and everything he's been through. However, Mets fans still very much with all that they received this year are still a little mad about losing Jacob deGrom. Like they're still not okay with it. A lot of them say, you think you think Mets fans are really like, I saw, really? I saw a bunch of Mets fans basically saying like, they couldn't imagine being okay with this. Like two years ago when Jacob deGrom was like the centerpiece of their, of their franchise essentially. But, but you're saying that they, like they couldn't have imagined being okay with it they, then, but they maybe they are maybe okay with it now. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, when you get when you get you know absolutely bombarded with gifts, Justin like, Verlander <laughs> and uh, Carlos, Carlos Correa, Correa and, and uh, Jose Quintana yeah, and right. Kodai Senga, right. and the list goes on and right, on and right, on. Right, right, right. Uh, keep going. But yeah, we fun. we yeah. could we could keep going. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still am fascinated by the Mets' decision to do this. Um, you know, it was sort of like the one of the first big signings that happened in the offseason was Jacob deGrom yeah. left the Mets, right? Steve yeah. Cohen, like, let let the big fish walk, right? Um, and ironically, you know, it seems like they weren't comfortable bringing back a 35-year-old, and so they went out and, and signed Got a 40-year-old yeah, and, and, absolutely. to replace That's him. Totally what you Naturally, I don't, know, I don't know what else. I don't know what other solution you would have had in mind, but uh, it's interesting to hear deGrom say, uh, you know, the Rangers have a vision to win. I, yeah. I can maybe see where he's coming from. Their their farm system is is 
one of the better ones in the league. And I think they have some some good young pitching. Kumar Rocker, of course, is now part of that over there. Uh, but they have a long but, way to go. They have a lot longer to go than the New York Mets both, do right both, now. Both teams are the ones spending that money, right? So it's not like he left for some sort of poverty franchise that isn't throwing its yeah. weight around the same way that the Mets are. The Rangers well, nobody's actually, throwing their weight around the same way that the Mets are. The, the, Mets, the, Mets are just, the Mets are spending in a way like, uh, I guess you could say, it has a sense of desperation to it, right? Like yeah, the Mets, I could see it. And 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 again, uh, they that's not necessarily what their plan seems like, right? Signing Carlos Correa long-term, but then also signing Justin Verlander to just a two-year deal while Max Scherzer is around shows really they're committed to winning now and they also want to win going forward. They're not just yeah. happy with a World Series that could happen in the next two seasons. They really want to establish themselves as a dominant force in the NL East right. going forward, right? Right. So, It'll be interesting to see if the Braves like uh, punch back in any way. Like, yeah. do the Braves feel the need to like go out and make some big move now that Carlos Correa is a Met? I don't there, necessarily think big... so. Like, the Braves are pretty darn good as right. is. Right. But are there big moves to be made though? I mean, are there big names left on the board as far as like there's really... some there's some great left-handed hitting center fielders out <laughs> on the market. I know that <laughs> we can uh, interest you in that for sure. Definitely. Let's. There's have a also chat. Brian Reynolds. It's not just the D-backs Which guys. Apparently, Brian is Reynolds connected is to the New York Yankees, who are very interested in Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds, see it. of course, is very interested in leaving the Pirates to go to the Yankees. So. It all depends on. That's probably a pretty pretty decent outcome for Brian Reynolds. Yeah, right. I mean, that's if you, a, that's if a you request a trade <laughs> from the Pittsburgh Pirates and you land with the Yankees, that's probably exactly what you were trying well, to do. Well, I mean, that's the one thing that you can have all the money in the world that the Mets have, but there are still franchises like the Yankees and the Dodgers that people just deep down inside want to go play for. So it makes it that much easier for those franchises yeah. to acquire those players, right? Right. You might even give those teams a little bit of a discount versus going to Milwaukee. You know what I mean? And again, Milwaukee's a fine city. I'm not yeah, why, what are you taking shots in Milwaukee Listeners for? or viewers that might live there, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, in defense of the Mets, though, I find it hilarious that they finally have an owner that's willing to spend after years and years and years of dealing with the Wilpons, not wanting to spend it all yeah and now and now people want to change the rules of baseball right yeah like i'd be furious as a mets fan <laughs> i mean i just think it like just when when baseball season starts and especially for those yankees mets games that we're gonna get which will happen right um those games are just gonna be wild like the, the yeah. and, I, and they always are right i mean there's always been beef between yankees fans and mets fans but Mets fans kind of have it in their heads that like we're not the little brother here anymore, right? Yeah, like we're we're actually maybe better than you at this point. And I think there's a decent case we made that on paper the Mets maybe are better than where the Yankees stand at this point. Uh, but you know the Yankees fans are going to hold all of their titles and yeah, all yeah. of the history and everything that's happened in that franchise. They're going to hold that over. How many Mets World Series fans. do you have? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Mets fans are are going to have to deal with that until some of the spending translates to actually winning not only games. They did that this last year, yeah. but winning you know winning a World Series, going deep into the postseason. Well, and and that's the thing is winning the games. That's that that's fine and all but we've seen the Dodgers do that right what they need to win is a championship and that's right. really the only thing that's going to validate all of this spending at this point very you true could, you could win as many NL East pennants as you want or titles or uh, anything else you could come out of the National League every single year but if you're not winning that World Series it still doesn't validate the ridiculous amount of spending 
that they have done this specifically yeah. this offseason. And I don't even know if they're the, like the clear favorites. Like the Braves are right there. The Phillies were just in the World Series. Like I think the Mets on paper are maybe the best team, but it's yeah. not by a very big margin. Well, and we're going to get in the DraftKings Sportsbook odds as far as how things shifted with the Mets making the moves that they made. But Ooh. the Mets payroll was just $125 million just three years ago, Jesse. <laughs> Which is basically what they're going to pay in luxury tax next season, <laughs> right? Their payroll Essentially, was yeah. What they're going to pay in luxury tax fees <laughs> next season. In fact, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't know if you guys are fans or not, but uh, they are one of ten major league baseball teams that currently have a payroll projected to be less than the Mets' one hundred and eleven million dollars in luxury tax fees in two thousand twenty-three. I'm sure you can guess the rest. I'm not going to put them out there, but you know who it is. It's the usual suspects. <laughs> yes, the yes, the Pirates. Yes, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, everybody. You know, what I find fascinating is the list, not to knock all of these teams, but it's a, it's a bunch of non-playoff teams and then the Guardians. Yeah. Right? The Guardians, man, they just find a way. Like, that roster is just stacked with talent. And guys that, like, people still haven't heard of. Like, nobody knows that Andres Jimenez was, like, like a five war player last year. Yeah, right. It's wild right. what what the roster, what what the Guardians have built, and the fact that a lot of people still don't really know that much about them. But going back to Jacob Degrom, we want to give a shout out to him for being a good dude. He took out a full post ad in the New York Post today, thanking the Mets and their fans. It looked a little like this. Uh, much like people say, I'm not reading all that. Uh, either congrats or I'm sorry <laughs> that think, it happened. I don't, I don't think know. our audience members can even. No, we're not. But it, that, that's there. That way you can see what it looks like. But anyway, <laughs> it's nice. It's really nice. And obviously, especially when you're a player leaving a franchise that coveted you the way that the Mets coveted Jacob Degrom, it's it's a it's a nice send off. You know, especially considering it was his choice to leave. So it's just nice to leave. On, on a high note. Yeah. Going back to what you said, yeah, that New York Mets and Yankees series is going to be incredible, but can you imagine yeah. when the Mets play the Giants? <laughs> that will be something. Oh, that man. will be something. The Giants uh, have done a lot of swinging and missing as of late. They have. They Not have. just this offseason, but it's almost no, a thing for them. Right? No, they were like when Bryce Harper was a free agent. The Giants were like, hey, we've got all this money. You know, we can we can bring you here. And of course, he signs with Philadelphia instead. And it's become kind of a thing. Like they tried to get Aaron Judge. He wound up signing with the Yankees. They tried to get, uh, you know, Carlos Correa. They basically have Carlos Correa. This situation is a little different. I mean, it seems like Carlos Correa was fine playing with the Giants. Uh, but when push came to shove with some of the disagreements from a medical standpoint, there were probably still some negotiations there that could have been had. And I think there is something to be said for the fact that Correa probably chose the Mets in, in yeah, some ways yeah. in that situation and said, hey, if you're if you're going to look at my medicals this way or, you know, if you're going to try to pay me less, I'm going to maybe even take less than you're offering and go play for the Mets and not have to pay as much in like state income tax. Right. Like that's also a factor for a team in California. Yeah, no so no the kidding. Giants need to work on their pitch to like some of the big name free agents because <laughs> obviously they're not doing a good job. If they're trying to get Otani next offseason. Yeah, good luck. Their track record is not is not Look, great. So uh, I, and I will say this, uh, they, they they at least tried. They were in it, you know, but they didn't they didn't end up being able to, to pull the trigger. Uh, I also they did say try. as as uh, the very curious person, I can't help but wonder and think about a tweet I saw, which said somewhere in Oracle Park, there's a Carlos Correa jersey. That will never see the light of day. <laughs> right? The introductory press conference was that day. They were going to put a yeah, jersey on yeah. him. 
there was a Carlos Correa jersey. Uh, and there's one man who has a 2002 San Francisco Giants World Series t-shirt who wants that jersey. So <laughs> there's some fun things happening on Twitter. But, of course, uh, the one thing that we, we can respect is at least that the San Francisco Giants were in on the action, right? Win or lose, you want to see your team in on the action. And that's yeah. something that uh, at least – the little tidbits of rumors about the Diamondbacks being in on some of these guys, or at least Xander Bogarts and the trade. Yeah, I mean, like, Murphy like most going. people had fun with it, right? Like we like, definitely. Yeah, did. I mean, like we're no, still not deep, sure if we helped those the rumors. Backs weren't actually going to sign right. Xander Bogarts, right. but don't don't tell me you didn't have fun with that rumor yeah, for like twenty four hours at sure, least, right? Yeah, right, it was fun. Um, but you know what we're going to do is Jesse. It's time for us uh, to throw a little shade at every other owner in Major League Baseball. Let's go. Derek's just over here rocking right. out. <laughs> um, what the hell? You guys can spend as much money as Steve Cohen. Why aren't you? Jesse, I don't understand it. It's not that hard. You just go out there and you just spend the money, right? It's like Christmas. You're thinking too much about the gifts, right? You don't need to worry about the gifts. Just go give people money. That's all people want. You have a bad baseball team. It's not hard to fix it. Throw fucking money at it. Jesse? I mean, it's it's sort of like at, at like Target or Walmart this time of year when all of the best things have probably been picked off the shelves at this point. Right. Steve Cohen was the guy who went in there and picked all the good stuff off the shelves. And now all of the other owners in baseball are stuck in the clearance aisle trying to figure out something for yeah, their grandma. They're over, they're looking and at they're the in fucking, trouble. Yeah, they're looking at that gift card tree thing at the middle of Walmart. You know, the one the one for people that have given up on giving good gifts. Right. <laughs> Again. Cash is a better gift than that. But he's right. Steve Cohen has all the toys. He has all the hot uh, holiday items. And this is your fault for procrastinating. You could have beat him to the punch. Look at the Giants. They tried to. I'm not even throwing shade at the Giants, even though they have had miserable luck at landing probably, their targets. You probably should throw some should shade I? at the Giants. Uh, well, yeah. Giants, you guys <laughs> suck at acquiring guys. So just let me tell you that. And I am so thankful that you suck at that because 13 years of Carlos Correa in this fucking division, we already have to deal with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman until I probably die. So why do we have to also deal deal with Carlos Correa. I'm actually glad you suck. But back to everybody else in MLB, you guys all suck too. You, There's teams that haven't even spent money on a single free agent. What, were you just too good last year? Milwaukee and Miami? Get over yourselves and spend some goddamn money. That was good. Did cover uh, yeah, right. did you, did you get it? Did you yeah. get it out? You good? I do. I feel better, actually. So, yeah. Um, Nicholas is making fun of my sunglasses this in the is comments. So. mostly directed at the Diamondbacks, but any of you owners can take it <laughs> however you want. Uh, but, yeah, that's throwing shade. So, thank you guys uh, for letting me vent. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> do, I, I, do I still have to wear these? You have to wear them for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. okay. And now I need some OGs, of course. Uh, and I'm sure there's a I'm sure the San Francisco Giants front office could use some OGs, right? Just something to make themselves feel better about this terrible offseason and the fact that they didn't get any of the yeah. big names that they were going there, after. There are no more Carlos Correa's. There are the no market, more Carlos Correa's. They're sold out at every store. You could fucking call everyone. Maybe you can get a Carlos Correa on eBay, but you're gonna pay <laughs> five times the amount that you could have at a fucking store. So what is that like? A, like a billion dollars for a Carlos? Is that Correa? like the like the trade market analogy? Yeah, basically. Like if you tried to trade, yeah, for if you tried to trade for him, you need to trade eight out of your nine starting players on the field. <laughs> is what I'm saying. But 
Of course, if you are an MLB owner and you need to get over your lack of moves this offseason, try some OGs. They have a wide variety of flavors, doses, and strains for you to choose from. Obviously, you're going to need a big dose, probably a sleep gummy for you to be able to sleep at night thinking about all the players you missed out on. So go to your local dispensary, check out our friends at OGs, uh, and they are they are all about flavoring life. So if your life is dull right now because of your lack of moves, make sure to enjoy some wonderful OGs. And again, get them at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. We thank you guys for being right here, right now in the podcast or in YouTube. PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Thanks for being I mean, here in the podcast. In the podcast. Thanks for Jesse for being here in the podcast. But he, he wants to leave me alone. But, of course, you guys, uh, thank you guys for being here. We always appreciate you being here in the comments. Of course, if you haven't subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Uh, leave us a thumbs up just so Jesse can feel good about his pink glasses. Uh, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already. And leave us a review. We appreciate you for doing so. Uh, we do want to wish everyone a very happy Hanukkah, very Merry Christmas, very happy holidays, whatever holiday you spend. Jesse, I know uh, we talked about it, but here, let me oh, take those from you. You're letting me. Yeah, you're letting you can me take those off okay. now because I can't look at you. <laughs> you can't take me seriously like that. <laughs> Uh, but do you have any family traditions during this time of the year that's kind of maybe unique Ooh. or special or anything you guys do? Uh, no. No? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, all right. That, that's I know the show, that's, everybody. That's, have a good night. That's the answer you were looking <laughs> yeah, for, right? No, I don't. Uh, no we, ha we have a few a few things, but they're they're all sort of inconsistent. Uh, we used to watch a select group of Christmas movies, pretty Ooh. like same ones, pretty much, pretty much every year. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, yes. along with uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, which of course I that is my favorite, favorite Christmas yep. movie. I know we're going to talk about some other Christmas movies a little bit later, oh, yeah. which I still have not seen. Uh, one of them I have now seen <laughs> and I despise. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that more later. Um, we do love to look at Christmas lights. And yeah, I will say that um, the street that my parents live on out in Chandler is on Google Maps as like a Christmas light watching destination. Whether or not it is worthy of that designation. Really? I will leave to uh, <laughs> to the people. But for some reason, there are tour buses that go down wow. my parents' street every wow. single night. Oh, my God. That's and annoying. I, I'm always just wondering, like, you guys have to be pretty disappointed, right? Yeah, when like, you get to that like house it's, and see Like, it. it's cool, but it's not that cool. Like, <laughs> Well, there's the Nightmare Before Christmas house that a lot of my friends have been taking pictures with. That I have no idea where it's at, but where, it looks yeah. really cool. It's okay. like all like lit up like black lights, you know, kind of lights, and has a bunch of the characters out there. Very cool thing. So uh, I love looking at Christmas lights myself. I also have one of those like uh, illumination places that opened up down my ah, street for me. So yeah, go. traffic is a nightmare in my part of town <laughs> all the time at night. It never stops. Uh, one of our traditions, I think I might have talked about before, but uh, we celebrate in Puerto Rico Three Kings Day. So we ah, kind of brought that over here. And so like I never got like a stocking when I was a kid because essentially all the kind of stocking-ish stuff would come on Three Kings Day where we would leave a little... Uh, Shoebox out front with grass for the uh, camels for the three for the three wise men ah, and their camels okay. eat, eat the grass right. and then they leave us little presents in the little box. So that huh. was something that like when I was a kid. Uh, again, I think I've talked about this before, but when I was a kid, that by far was the strangest thing we did. Like nobody knew what I was talking about when I would bring. Were there up. were there like actual camels? Did you get to ride the camel? Jesse, no, <laughs> Jesse. No. Jesse, no. The three what wise an men. odd tradition. I, I don't understand. How do I break this to you guys? The three wise men aren't really real. Your parents are the three wise men. We uh, dumped, we 86 the, the grass like the camels eat it. Uh, we put the presents okay. in the. I don't. 
one day, one day you're going to grow up and we're going to be able to actually have an adult conversation. But until then, I do want to say that I love watching Christmas movies, much like you and your family. And uh, it's always a big part of the year. I love all of them. And of course, what we decided to do was remake some of our favorite Christmas movies, at least my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> Derek's, Jesse's, there are no, Jesse's none of my favorite. favorite Christmas movies are represented here. Hey, you know, so. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you get better Photoshop skills. But right. of course, here are some of our favorite Christmas movies uh, starring some of our favorite baseball players. So, of course, here we got uh, the remake of the classic film Home Alone, <laughs> starring the Arizona Diamondbacks outfield. Uh, that's Corbin Carroll there as, as Kevin McAllister. And, of course, the two robbers trying to steal center field from him are Dalton Varsho and Jake McCarthy. Ah, right? okay. Yeah, you All know, right, like, there's I a little baseball it. analogy yeah, going yeah, on yeah. Like he's, he's in left field right now, but he wants to be in center field, and then he's going to set up some paint cans that swing oh. out when they these two uh, jokers try to cross over into his territory. All right, this is a hardcore tangent, but it's a baseball-related tangent, so I feel like it's worthwhile. In a situation, all right, we're taking a hard left turn here. Let's go. In a situation where Alec Thomas is on the bench in the minors, whatever it is, he's not playing this particular day, all right? Who's playing center field? The Jake Dalton. McCarthy. Ja wow. Jake McCarthy. McCarthy. Interesting. Right now, Jake McCarthy. Interesting. Tomorrow, Jake McCarthy. Not Dalton Varsho, not Corbin Carroll. Well, you're, uh, you're asking tomorrow. You're asking right now. I don't know okay. because... It depends on where I see them go. I know Jake McCarthy can play center field very well. I know Dalton Varsho can play center field very well. But I would argue that Dalton Varsho plays quite a bit better of a center field than Jake McCarthy. But maybe you want Varsho in right field, yes. I guess. And yeah. then you want McCarthy in center. And then the D-backs played Corbin Carroll in left field a whole bunch For last now. year. For so. now. For now. Yeah, anyway. And then those guys are going to get swapped, Carroll and, and, and Yeah, it's, it still struck me as odd that you put Corbin Carroll in left field when he's at least regard like the best regarded defender that the Diamondbacks really have in the outfield. He's supposedly better than Alec Thomas, which is hard to believe. Um, he has to do it first, though. Yeah, do which it is, first. Which is fair. I think they they kind of protected him from playing center field last year. He he played left field by and large, but we'll Al see what they do moving forward. Alex said, uh, yeah, why... TF, because uh, I'm not cursing on this show. I probably already did, right? Several times. Yeah, that uh, would McCarthy like play center field? Why the fuck would McCarthy? <laughs> because he does play center field. That's where he plays right now. Right? I think I'm sort of with Alex on no. that. That's not, I I no. didn't think there was a wrong answer. No. But uh, at least according to the defensive metrics, Jake McCarthy's a super athlete, so I would never say he, can, he can't play center field or anything. Where but does he play right now? Where, where do those guys play right now, Jesse? I mean, like, Jake McCarthy did not play much center field last year. It was kind of like a last, like, I mean, if Dalton Varsho wasn't playing center and Alec Thomas wasn't playing center, they actually had McCarthy DHing a decent yeah, amount of the true. time when they had, like, three other outfielders that were ready to go. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. We can, we can continue now with Thomas here. is a gold glover in center field. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a hypothetical where Alec Thomas is – uh, you know, I mean, there's some questions about the bat, right? We need we need the bat to kind of pick up a little bit for him to return to like a starting everyday role, which I think there's a good chance it happens. Uh, but it's just sort of a thought experiment. Like, who's your who's your next center fielder in line after Alec Thomas? According to my goddamn graphic, it was Corbin Carroll. That's how I started this off. And then you threw me off with this whole thought experiment about <laughs> where they play. I said that he was in center field and they were trying to okay. steal it from him. Jesse. Okay. All right. All right. God, can we go on? <laughs> I knew he was going to make me mad during this. Let's go. What else we got, Leo? Oh, there we go. The Christmas Vacation. Jesse's favorite movie. Uh, this time starring Tori Lovello. Uh, as go. obviously 
the beleaguered Clark Griswold, who is trying his best to have a very Merry Christmas, but things aren't going his way. <laughs> Do you think you think Tori Lavella like drives his family out to to get a Christmas tree <laughs> and is like singing Christmas carols yes. and trying to trying yes. to like rope his kids into yes. responding and All they don't? <laughs> yes, that sounds exactly like him. I also think Xander Bogarts was his swimming pool. Interesting. Yeah. And Miguel Castro is his jelly of the month club. <laughs> This analogy is going way deeper than it was ever ever meant to ever meant to go. They're all going to be deep. What we got? Christmas story coming up next. Yeah, we got Christmas story with Zach Gallon, okay, playing the role, but playing the main role, right? Because his Red Rider BB gun uh, is a contract extension. Ah, and we don't want the Diamondbacks to shoot their eye out. I mean, the reference is lost on me, of course. Of course, I haven't, I haven't of course, seen this, you haven't but, seen a Christmas story. But so you're saying, like the like the plot line? Yeah, in the, in, in the movie, the in the movie, uh, there's a young man who actually wants all he wants for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun, which his mother okay. doesn't want to provide him with because it's a dangerous toy. Oh. But he keeps fantasizing about himself having a Red Ryder BB gun. So if you take this situation and put contract extension in there. It very much works because all he wants is a contract extension, but we're, but he's not going to get a contract extension. Do you think that's the case? All Zach Gallen <laughs> wants is a contract. I mean, if if all Zach Gallen wanted was a contract extension, he probably would have a contract let's, extension let's at this point. Let's give it to him. Uh, I what mean, I'm of saying. course, I guess the numbers are also part of that. But Nicholas says, "Who's cousin Eddie in in this universe?" Uh, uh, where it's, where it's, obvi- it's obviously is. Brett Strom. Okay, right? all <laughs> right, glad we got that straight. It's got to be Brett Strom. <laughs> I don't know. Prince uh, Trump is maybe, not nearly that irritating. Maybe, maybe Jeff Bannister. <laughs> None of them are irritating. They're just, uh, it's just got to fit the role, Jesse. It's got to fit the role. Go. All there right. What go. else we got, Leah? Oh, come on. That's perfect. Katelf? Come on. Katelf? Let's go. I have actually seen this one. Um, the Photoshop work is on point. Yeah, if you guys you. are listening on audio, you're really missing you're out. You're missing right out. Now. You shouldn't even be listening on audio, right? Uh, just go Just go back and. And watch this again. But uh, yeah, Catelf is uh, by far my favorite Photoshop I've done. And by far, this is like the movie I want to watch of all of these the most. This is the one that I I can't wait to see uh, just him uh, as the elf looking for his father in New York because it's perfect. Perfect. Okay. I have no I have no baseball (laughs) analogy there. I just want to see Catel in the role that Will Ferrell played. That's it. the most, the most, the best Christmas movie, though, Jesse, of course, is this one, and everybody knows that it's Die oh, Hard. Oh yes, Die yes. Hard is by far the best Christmas movie, and of course, it's starring our very own action hero Christian Walker. Uh, in this one, though, he's not uh, killing terrorists; he's just killing baseballs and sending them over uh, the right field wall. Ah, there what you, you think, go. Oh, right good? field wall, opposite yeah. field. Oppo, I like Oppo, it. Taco. Okay, yeah, I like it. Why do people feel obligated to say taco after oppo? Uh, just it, because it rhymes. It's because it's part. It's a saying. It's a phrase. It's a. It's a saying. It's a turn of phrase. I'm just irritated by like the word taco has been hijacked because it just rhymes with so much stuff, and so people are like oppo taco. But no, the taco has what nothing else to has do it with been hijacked oppo. with that it rhymes. Go. That's fair. Yeah. I don't have anything. Taco else. cat just, is taco and taco backwards. So that's different. I've just that's heard oppo taco so many times, and it kind of makes me angry. But 
That's just me. Anyway, Die Hard, the best Christmas movie. And of course, I don't care what you say, Michael. Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. <laughs> I don't care when it came out. I don't care what it grossed. I care none of that. It takes place during Christmas. Thus, it's a Christmas movie. So, of course, and uh, Die Hard's the best Christmas movie. And a Die Hard membership is the best membership that you can get. Go get yourself a PHNX Die Hard membership right now at gophnx.com. Not only will you get to read his Die Hard only articles, but you will get uh, a bevy of, of, of advantages, a bevy of discounts. You will get a free shirt or hat from the phnxlocker.com. On top of that, you'll get 20% off any of your purchases over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, access to our members-only Discord, access to members-only content, and most importantly, those discounts translate over to our partners and our events because coming up on January 13th is our inaugural PHNX Sports Tea Party uh, with our friends, presented by our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company, Come down for a Suns watch party and check out the entire uh, driving range. We are renting out the entire driving range with our friends uh, from Big Drive Energy, the PHNX Suns crew, and fellow diehards like yourself. We'll all be out there for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Uh, the entry fee for diehards is $36. You get a discount there. For a foursome, it's $120. And that includes unlimited range balls, a set of rental clubs, uh, joining us for that party, as well as one hour of free range time and golf balls at Dobson Ranch to be used at a later time. We'll have mini games, including Jesse beating you in ping pong. We'll have all sorts of contests, including long drive, putting challenges, high score, and more. Uh, Lindsay will be hanging out around the heaters, and I'm sure she'll be drinking all the hot chocolate, so make sure to beat her out there for that. And, of course, uh, there will be food and drink available for purchase, along with offerings from the PHNX Locker and our partners. Uh, there's also a free kids clinic provided for all kids 10 and under. So make sure to join us for that. Uh, Four Peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag as well. So check the link in the description to reserve your spot now. And for our diehards, check the Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% off on this awesome event. Also, uh, if you don't join us, make sure to check out our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company. Wherever you get your beer, they're located all around the valley. And of course, Grab some beer, join us remotely, uh, and enjoy the wonderful variety that they have to offer. Of course, 21 and over only for the Four Peaks Brewing Company beer. Uh, and enjoy responsibly. Jesse, we have some DraftKings futures to go over. And, of course, I'm very excited about this because uh, the Mets the Mets kind of shifted things around. Uh, typically, you're not getting uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook to move fairly quickly on this stuff, right? Because, of course, like we know... The, uh, you know, you got, got to play the games first, right? Sure. Uh, do you want to take any guess on the American League favorite right now? Ooh. Which actually the is... American League favorite right now. Um, I know it is either, I feel confident, it is either the Yankees or the Astros. You are correct that those are two, the both, both of the top teams. Ooh. Right? So you're looking at a plus 275 value for the Astros, which are the favorites, okay, so and a plus 350 for the New York Yankees. Okay. I find it pretty incredible that the Astros are by far the favorite to repeat next year. I think that might be kind of a thing of them winning, right? Like we haven't played any baseball games yet. Yeah, they're sort they, of like the incumbent, like they have kind of an right. advantage in people's minds. Right. So yeah. Uh, but of course, National League favorites. Who are you going with? National League favorites. Um, probably the Mets. You don't say. Probably the Mets. Uh, Padres. Believe it or not, it's the Dodgers. They have the Dodgers. And the, yeah. Mets, and Padre, the Mets and Dodgers are tied with the exact same value 
of plus 350. Wait, so it's Dodgers number one? No, they're, I mean, they're the exact same. It's basically oh. a tie at number one between the Mets and the Dodgers. The exact same value oh, okay. right now. So to come, Mets and come Dodgers out of the and then Padres, plus or, Padres are after that? Yeah, pl- Padres, Braves are tied at plus 475, and then Phillies okay. round out the top five with a plus 700 value, which okay. is really kind of interesting to me. Huh. I don't feel like the Dodgers... Personally, I don't. I'm not the one that makes these odds, but I don't feel like the Dodgers have done enough to have better odds right now than the Padres in the yeah. National League. I think it's what you were just talking about with, like, in the American League. You know, the Astros have been there and done mm-hmm. that, and you know, there's just so much history there, and it's just so much reliability. Sort of, um, you know, you feel like the the Astros and the Dodgers at this point are. You know your your trusty Toyota that just doesn't die. You there know, you like my like my Rav Four. Uh, <laughs> you knew I was gonna talk about it. I knew, about it, go, I, knew I was gonna go there. Um, yeah, it, like you're gonna bet on those teams if you don't have like like unless the margin between them and and other teams gets really big, right? Which yeah. I don't even, despite what the Mets have done, I don't think the the gap between them and a team like the Dodgers is enormous or anything like that. Dodgers are still a really really good team, so. Makes sense. A couple of funny things. Uh, one, the St. Louis Cardinals is actually my pick. That's what I'm giving you. That's the DraftKings pick of the week. I am giving the St. Louis Cardinals come out of the National League at plus 1,200. I still believe. Wow. I still believe in the St. Louis Cardinals. I still think they're going to come out next year. I do. It struck me how low they are. Yes. Like, I would, I would probably have the Cardinals above the Phillies, honestly, just because the Cardinals have a pretty clear path to a division title, whereas the Phillies do not. Um, and I like their additions and what they already had versus the Phillies adding Trey Turner for yeah, a bunch of money. The Cardinals have Wilson Contreras now, which is, I mean, obviously no longer having Yadier Molina will, will hurt them as well. But I think that's a pretty significant offensive upgrade there. Um, and they're just, I mean, they're just a really well-rounded team across the board. So, yeah, I think the Cardinals are a little underrated. I don't know if I'm betting on them to come out of the national league but I am. uh you guys all know derek has a great that's right. fantastic track that's record right that's so right. here's the here, here's the funny thing astros and yankees are still the favorites to win the world series and the diamondbacks even though they haven't done much have gone backwards they were a plus four thousand to come out of the national league now they're plus five thousand and now uh, they are plus ten thousand to win the world series they're plus oh Plus yikes. ten thousand. So they're plus five thousand to come out of the national Correct. league. Plus ten thousand. Yikes. Yeah. 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 So if you're wondering what that means, the odds aren't very good. Well, it's the same thing, right? It's it's like the the flip side to them, you know, favoring teams like the Astros and the Dodgers Correct. is that the D backs are gonna have to prove something before they're gonna really start to to move up on this list. I don't again, I don't know if I would bet on the D backs to come out of the national league, even no. if they're a little underrated here. No. But uh but yeah, it's gonna take a while for people to buy in. Despite what some of the projection numbers and whatnot have told us about this team being above 500 next year, they've got a lot to prove to actually make that happen. Well, and it goes back to what I was saying about Corbin Carroll. It, I mean, obviously, Corbin Carroll is the center fielder of the future, right? But a lot of things hang on what they're actually able to do next year, what they're able to do once they're on the field. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like internally this team believes in the players that they have far more than maybe we do, right? So it's like it's – it's something that, uh, again, not to dwell on the bullpen losses, but if you could take away yeah. half of those, this is a completely different team than what we saw uh, as far as the results were last year. Um, but got to got to have a bullpen to be able to close out games. If you don't, that's just part of your team being bad. Yeah, and the Diamondbacks were not 
great last year. I did see, I think someone asked in the comments earlier um, about the D-backs signing a Japanese pitcher. I'm assuming they're referring to, uh, yeah, Johnny Walker. I thought we were signing that Japanese pitcher. I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Shintaro Fujinami, who, uh, who we've talked about a little bit in the past. I think my speculation, and this is just speculation, is that the fact that the D-backs got Scott McGuff, um, who has a very similar pitch arsenal, mainly a four-seam fastball splitter guy to Shintaro Fujinami, might make Fujinami somewhat redundant. Um, but I asked Mike Hazen about, like, you know, how concerned are you essentially about, you know, having a redundant pitch mix in your bullpen. And he did say, ideally, you know, you would try to mix it up. So my guess is that Fujinami might not be a fit anymore after bringing in McGuff, but, uh, but we'll see. Chris in the comments asked, how can we not dwell on the bullpen? Teach me your ways. Chris, I think about the Arizona Diamondbacks 2022 bullpen at least once a day for five minutes every single day of my life. So I don't know how. I, I he no does. Yeah, sometimes him. I come in the office and Derek is just in the corner staring at the wall. Yeah. And I go over and ask him what he's thinking about. And uh, he's, he's Mark Melanson. Still, he's just... Mark Melanson. About today. Uh, but of course, if you guys haven't done so already, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up with our code of PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game. Uh, Michael in the comments wants me to bet on the Suns again so I can do that. Uh, That's a, of course, probably a better bet than yeah, betting on the probably. Cardinals to come out of the National yeah, League. But... We'll see. We'll see when all's said and done. But, of course, if they win their game, you bet on the Suns, $5, any team, you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, Mark Lant or Michael in the comments says they should offer <laughs> the Mets Melanson for Escobar. I want to know free Eduardo Escobar. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he going to play? He, He's not even on their depth chart right now. He what had is a going decent, on? He had a decent year last year for them. He's not a good third baseman, though. I looked at the metrics yesterday, and he's not a good third baseman. I don't think he makes sense on the I don't care. Bring him back. Bring him back. Damn it. Anyway. I mean, he, it would be... I guess some helpful depth offensively, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't really, I don't really see a fit there. But you're, you're, you're right that Eduardo Escobar is probably on the move because the the Mets certainly don't have a need for him anymore. Right, and the Mets are still making moves, so of course that wouldn't be a surprise at all. And they've gotten themselves to a point where they really can improve their roster now by addressing other weaknesses they have. They don't really have a really deep bench, to be honest. Like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, there's. There's a couple of other teams that are like that, where it's like outside of these big names that they have, uh, you don't you don't know the rest of their team. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, who can add that depth and make themselves a more well-rounded, uh, you know, monster like the Mets currently are. But of course, and we're going to be looking at this the whole time. We're going to be celebrating the holidays, and we will be back tomorrow with our audio-only podcast. In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show's at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us on behalf of Leah, Jesse, and myself. We always appreciate your time. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you end up on the nice list for Santa. <laughs>